everyone. Thank you for choosing Blurred of Mouth Podcast. Make sure to stick around to the end to hear uh, some extra words on how to support us. Damn, you really discriminating against the British like this? Yes, I am. What, what do you mean discriminate? The British can't be discriminated against. <laughs> and you know that. British people aren't real. That's just, everyone knows that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like we should stop talking shit because your editor controls what this podcast sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Blurred of Mouth, where black nerds talk black nerd shit. Today, we have another segment of our special known as Blurred of the Hour. And today's black nerd can introduce himself. Hey, everyone. My name is Jalen Martin. I am a video essay creator, and I often talk about anime, cartoons, and movies that I like. I also talk a lot of shit on Twitter. Yeah, I get that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you are our first, second, for, the first person that we had as a, our interviewee was um, our editor. So, like, she doesn't really count. And if she hears me say this, she can't do anything about it. <laughs> Damn, she already had her time with the show. against the British like this? Yes, I am. What, what do you mean discriminate? The British can't be discriminated against. <laughs> and you know that. British people aren't real. That's just, everyone knows that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like we should stop talking shit because your editor controls what this podcast sounds <laughs> like. If this suddenly becomes a one person show, <laughs> what are we going to do? All of a sudden you just hear one person. It's just you. It is just you talking. Neither of us. We get cut out and muted. Uh, she has no power over us right now because I'm editing these. Uh, because mm. I, uh, yes, so it's me. She, she still, she still can yell at us. She asleep right now, though. She asleep right now. British, British hours are five. So, fun fact: Eastern Standard Time is five hours ahead, five hours from Greenwich Mean Time, which is the zero of the literal numbers of like the world clock or whatever mm. they're called time zones. There we go. Which is the zeros for time zones. So I messaged her one day and I said, yo, it's pretty fucked up that you have, that the British have managed to colonize time. I don't like that you have the zero. <laughs> and she said, I can't hear you over the sound of, of like of not having to do math to know when it is. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> Did I not tell you about that <laughs> Ain't you right the fuck up? That's the she, I was like, damn. I was like, she she got she could have this. She got me. That's all you, Queen. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Uh hello. Welcome. We kind of already have acid already. I talk a lot, so if anyone literally ever wants to stop me, go ahead. Generally, what do you who are you? What do you do? What do you what's your what do you like to do in your job, passions, pastimes? Elevator speech, I guess. Don't actually give us an elevator speech. This is not a job interview. I mean, I can put the tie on if you want to. <laughs> Maybe y'all like me so much, I'm the new third official guest. Okay, okay. This is, hey, this is just as much, while you're here with us, this is just as much as your space as it is Oleander's. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Beyonce could be listening at any moment. We have enough shout out sheet. One day. If we One name day. drop Beyonce every episode. The beehive will be at our back. Or at our nicks. Ooh. Very Ooh. true. Scare people. Yes. But- um, but I, I'm Jalen in, I guess, outside of online, I'm just a nice wife guy who does tech support and builds miniature giant robots. I really like making little Gundams, um, not actual robots. I'm not that cool, but I make little Gundams, little plastic robots. They look nice. In regards to the online world, I am a Twitter nigga and 
luckily not the annoying kind. I'm, or at least I would like to think so. I'm doing my best. And I am a video editor. I, I have a YouTube channel called All Black Only Geary, um, which is just me making video essays about things that I love, uh, generally shows and anime and movies and stuff like that. Um, I also formerly used to make videos for Anime News Network. And then I stopped because pandemic and I, w- I, just, I needed to break. So last, the last year has been a very long break, but I'm hoping to start making videos again for my channel. So yeah, that's me. Oh, fuck it. That's so cool. Yeah. I actually did really think for a moment that you were building robots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wish I was that cool, but they're just little little Gumpla models. Like I, I wish I could make that's, my own giant robot. That's cool too, though, because I can't, I don't have the patience to build those model <laughs> kits or anything. So deep admiration to that. Thank you. <laughs> they are, they are. A torture. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on the same master grade for about a year and a half just because it, took, it was taking me forever. That's not normal, but I, I'm slow. I'm very slow at things. It's it's fine. Yugi Moto spent eight years trying to build one puzzle. <laughs> How do you manage to give a Yu-Gi-Oh reference in every episode? It's my thing. You know what? Special Talent. interests. Talents. Oh my yes, god. That's me. That's me. I did look over at some of the stuff that you did for the anime network. Uh, and I saw the, uh, BNA and, uh, Promare video. Ooh. And I was like, yes, yes. Someone needed to call out how messy those allegories were. Yes. Um, fun fact about that video. That is my second video of all time, but my, and my first one for anime news network. Ooh. And yeah. Cause Listen, all right, everybody was talking about Promare and everyone was like, oh yeah, this is this cool trigger, new trigger movie, coolest shit. It's like all the trigger shows in the one. Oh, it's about these gay firefighters and revolutionaries. And I was just like, all right, cool. This seemed like it's going to be a great time. I sat down with my partner to watch that movie. Why does the movie open with an oppression montage? Yeah. Like we go into the movie and people are getting their ass beat. <laughs> cop flashback we got metal detectors there's like at least seven different instances of police brutality there's a riot i was like all right all right i feel like of all the things y'all could have said y'all focused on that one little kiss that one little mouth mouth to mouth in uh like incident and i was like oh yeah gay me i watched i was like all right let's get into this gay shit oppression <laughs> I came for pride. Uh, and it gets worse. You get later into the movie and like, all right, no one is finna tell me, talk to me about this movie and be like, ah, oh, yes, the burners are bad guys. No, fuck you. You're, you're wrong on that one. I don't care. Yeah. They got turned into batteries. Y'all can yeah. bite me. And then we get to the end. This supposed love interest is stops him from stopping the main bad guy. There is literal burnish Hitler right there. He was about to wrap him up, finish the whole movie. Movie could have stopped 30 minutes earlier. And then Firefighter Boy is just like, no, you can't kill. If y'all don't get out of my face with this. It's like those videos where someone tries to pull, like a fight breaks out and the girlfriend tries to pull the, this isn't you. Look at me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let that out of his business. He's going to tell them niggas who he is and they need to listen. <laughs> and BNA got me too because I was watching BNA and I didn't know it was going to be the way it was and I was like mm. okay they're trying with this and then like they, they had the episode 
where it was like plot twist. They're oppressing themselves and they actually mm-hmm. are evil. And I'm like, yo, wait a minute. How are you going to oh, throw that I to forget, us in the I last two episodes? <laughs> BNA calls us super thugs. And then it was like, all right, cool. Happy ending, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. I love when it's oops, surprise, self-oppression. <laughs> it's my favorite Attack on Titan plot line. Sometimes writers need to think before they write. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to put the pin down. I just <laughs> <laughs> maybe write an your talent. Maybe go build a miniature giant robot. Do something else with your time. Maybe breathe. Maybe you breathe. don't need to be right. Touch grass. Do something. Do something. <laughs> Touch your grass is no longer enough. Just put the pen down at this point. Land the park. Oh my oh. god. Shows and movies that frustrate us aside, what is what is a piece of fiction that's been on the mind recently for you? recently there's like two really big ones the first one i'm gonna say is steven universe i'm always thinking about steven universe mm. and oh so you excited okay <laughs> no <laughs> I, I have a i have one question okay. um, about steven universe for you and it it's less about steven universe and more about youtube mm. for the last two weeks i've been cutting up with with my friend with everyone on the internet have you seen the very long youtube video by lily orchard why steven universe is garbage um and why i hate it i have not i have actively avoided it i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) i saw it and i was like anyone who is that upset about a children's cartoon is not i'm i can't do it i'm not gonna get it it's so hateful (laughs) wasn't it like hours long or something two hours long pure hate anyway that that, the video is made has to i've watched it i've watched it twice when i was young and impressionable i was very intrigued i was like okay some of this might be correct like there's some interesting points like the there's like the racism stuff when it comes to like the fusions of like the like the Nicki minaj there's points in it Mm -hmm. the rest of it however is pure hate it is hatred from someone who has been disappointed by something that they love and could only just turn to the dark side See, I want to never become that kind of person because at any given point, I'd like to try and remind myself, wow, I'm really mad. Guess what I should do? Get up from the computer. I can just walk off. I don't, I don't have to be here. I don't have to be mad. I'm not going to get like, cyber bullied by discourse. I can put the phone down. You can't get cyber bullied when you turn the phone off. <laughs> I'm going to go home. So like people, people like that video, people who make videos like that, people who make like, or what's it, what's that boy name or not boy? What's, what's no their idea. name? Um, no, uh, no clue. Digi bro. Uh, mm. I haven't seen any videos, but I've heard the name. Yeah. Ain't nothing you need to see. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not disrespect to them as a creator. This is not disrespect to them as an editor. This is not, not as a writer, whatever. I don't particularly care. There are people who get really, really upset and spend all of their time making their content about things that make them mad. Mm-hmm. You could you could take that energy somewhere else. That has to be tiring. Yes. Like, uh, I imagine, like, if I ever find myself in a situation where I am about to record a three-hour video about Star Wars or something, I feel like that's the point where I have to stop and go, maybe I do need to touch grass. <laughs> You start picking up, you hate when you pick it up, the phone ancestors come out. It's enough. You're done. <laughs> you gotta reconsider what went wrong in at least the, like in the past two months or something. It's like somewhere you took a step in the wrong direction. Like like maybe it's not the show. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
<sighs> a word. <laughs> but what you were going to say much positive things, I'm assuming, about Steven Universe before I sidetracked you. I I needed to know of you. I'm so sorry. I needed to I need it's like I posted something on Twitter that was like, you know, me and my friend were cutting up about this hateful ass video on like Steven Universe and everyone immediately clocked the video. They knew it already. And I was like, we all can have seen this. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I have. <laughs> I want see another reason I avoid that. I never want to be so famous that someone says, "Wow, someone's really mad about piece of media." Oh, you talking about Jalen? I don't want that to be me. I have some self respect. I don't want to disrespect me. I'm not going to embarrass me. I'm not going to embarrass my partner. I don't want to embarrass my mama like that. What if that hit Facebook and it get back to her? I no, good. That's a reputation. <laughs> right. That don't let go. Everyone knows you as the Steven Universe hater from that point forward. What are you yeah. supposed to do? <laughs> how do you how do you get your how do you clean that off your record? You don't. You Googleable now. Literally. Mm-mm. I feel like if ever a situation arises where someone can Google Google a general phrase and I'm the person that comes up, I really want to be <laughs> careful about what that phrase is. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. I don't have it in me. I don't even want to be like, I don't want to be famous. If I could just make these little videos and go about my day and no one ever sees them, I'd still be happy. I just like doing it. I surely don't want to be famous for something like that. This is probably exactly why so many professional wrestlers still wear masks, even though it's popular to not drop care to, to actually drop character. Now they just were like, well, I'm going to keep the mask on so I can be normal when I take it off. Yes. I don't want someone to try to fight me because they lost a bet. <laughs> When I'm just trying to go to the mall and take my kid to Chuck E. Cheese. I spent my life savings on you and you fucking lost. <laughs> now you looking like uh, Caveman, Spongebob, and Mr. Krabs in the middle of the, uh, the grocery store parking lot. Like, now uh-huh. we're both looking stupid. <laughs> my day is ruined. <laughs> and you lost your life savings. What we got? Now we're looking at each other stupid. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but with Steven, with Steven, you know, it's just it's been on my mind. I like Steven Universe a lot, and you know, it kind of connects into the second series that's really been on my mind, Gundam. And the reason it has been on my mind is because Steven Universe only really works when you think of this as like a conceptual metaphor. Like people have made made a lot of talk about Steven Universe and like is like forgiveness of genociders and colonialists and like don't get me wrong, like there's the I, I forget their name, like it's skipping my brain right now, but someone made a like a really really good you know, video on YouTube about Steven Universe and his colonialism problem. It was a, like, great video. Great. But myth, my thing is, and I don't say this in opposition to them, I think they make the same point in the video, like, Steven Universe only really works when you think of it as a metaphor for, like, family grief and trauma and things like that. Like, there is no point in arguing Steven Universe. It's like, oh, was Steven right for forgiving the diamonds and yada? That don't work. No, he wasn't. They are colonizers. They were, they've genocided several planets and they were about to do another one for fun. They didn't even need to. There was nothing on earth they wanted. They were just mad. They were schmad. They were sad mad. They were schmad. And they were going to blow up a planet for it. They said, damn. It's it's one of those things that you will find more often than you think in fiction. It's real normal. And like, Steven Universe handles it well because it's very clear, I guess to some, that this is supposed to be a metaphor about family. 
trauma, grief, recovery. Other shows, not so much. And that's between them and God. Um, <laughs> but like Stephen Universe is just like, all right, cool. This is my family. We're a strange family. There's grief here, trans metaphor, um, dead parent metaphor, all of these other things. All, all these things are in there. That's the only way it makes sense. What was I supposed to expect Steven to do to the diamonds? Was he supposed to pull out the mouse tool and end the war right then and there? No. He's like 12. Literally. Like, yeah. I'm not, he's not finna, I'm not expecting Steven Universe to pull out the blicky and the guillotine and say, it's like, all right, this is done. It's over. <laughs> Revolution, <laughs> baby. Like, if that was going to be the show, then the whole Bismuth thing wouldn't have happened. Yes. Yeah. Um, which beef, but we all know that there's enough. There's a two hour long hateful video on that. We don't have to uh, rehash yeah, all of that. No, we do not. <laughs> no, we do not. But like, it really only works as a metaphor for like family grief and trauma. And like, I love Steven Universe because of that because it really does it well in a way that you know not a lot of kids have seen. Um, and, you know, right now, or I won't say that it does it well in a way a lot of other shows around it or at the time had not done, especially over such a long course and i say that specifically because it's not something that's wrapped up in an episode or two and then they're just like oh okay cool i love my dad it's like no this is this is a very traumatic and difficult experience that goes across the whole show yes. and then the other show that came after it's future yep mm -hmm. yep just about to, i was like literally into his young adulthood yeah traumatized it's just Oh god! It, I watched, so I was I wasn't as deeply impacted from like I watched the entirety of Steven Universe and then I watched Future and then Future fucked me up because yep. then I was like, oh y'all are really like I you know I'm a sucker for a good just ham fisted message right through <laughs> right through the heart, mm -hmm. um and they both kind of did it in a way that was beautiful and also cathartic but also like really recognizing it was nice because it was almost as if like they were kind of addressing the not necessarily like huge gaping problems, but the things that like maybe they weren't doing as much in the years. Cause it's, it's a work in progress. Everything that you do is a work in progress and it's just, and they kind of acknowledge mm -hmm. that. And then even with future, they were like, here's some things that maybe we didn't get to talk about then, or we can just talk about a little bit more now. And it's a lot more nuanced. And I really appreciated that. And it, and, and then, and then I cried and then I, and then I went on about my day and didn't make a hateful YouTube video. Yep, yep. You went outside, you touched grass, felt some sun on your skin, and was like, all right, cool. I think it was, I think it was last year. I, I don't know when. It, I think it was last year. I saw a tweet uh, that talked about how much they love the phrase, go touch some grass, <laughs> because it's literally telling someone, hey, maybe you need to go get re reacquainted with the universe real quick. Go ground yourself in reality, uh, meditate, touch some grass, and, and reconnect with the elements. And then come back. Yes. You ain't even got to touch grass. You could literally just turn away from your computer or phone, touch the wall, touch some drywall, do anything but tweet or post <laughs> or, or whatever. Just look, look around your room. Please. Touch something. If you, Here's the thing. If you out there touching grass, there's no way you can be touching your computer. Yes. If you brought your computer out onto the grass, why would you do that? Maybe, maybe you need to go. Maybe, maybe there are some things you really need to work through if you're bringing your computer outside. Mm. Those shit's expensive. There's, there's not a lot of people out here touching grass anymore, too. Uh, we're yeah. in a pandemic. There's no one out there to argue with. Damn. I mean, I think you could go outside and argue with somebody. I'm not going outside, so I ain't gonna worry about that. <laughs> not touching outside if anyone want to argue with me outside they're gonna argue with themselves <laughs> they yelling at this guy they arguing with god i'm not i'm inside touching carpet that's between you the grass and god 
Amen. John 3, 16. John 3, <laughs> so I I understand that we all are ashamed of people that cannot simply cut grass, but in in the exact opposite direction, what is something that you're not ashamed of? Something you're proud of? Oh my! I did not know where you were going with that sentence. I'm good not, at my segue. Not at all. Okay? That was smooth. I was like, "What the fuck is he about to say right now?" I'm the segue master of this podcast. You are the, you're the segue, or I'm the organizer. It works really well. That was that was. That was so, yeah, that's not right. What is something you're proud of recently? So it um it technically doesn't count as recently, but it is still the thing that I'm most proud of. I it was a video I made for ANN about keep your hands off of Zoken, which is has really become one of my favorite animes of all time. If you have not watched it, please do treat yourself. Do like go watch it because you deserve nice things and I want you to have them. Zoken is an anime about these girls at this weird asshole school who more, make a club to make anime. And it kind of is, is this love letter to the anime industry because the club kind of stands in as an anime studio. The school is like, uh, has a student council and a teacher council, which kind of operates as a production committee. The show is like a microcosm for the anime industry um, from creation all the way down to distribution. And I fell in love with this show and I ended up making this video called Keep Your Hands Off of Zoken and the Process of Passion. I love that video with all my heart. It is the greatest thing I have ever made to this day. I don't think I'm ever going to top it, um, which, you know, not true because I'm a motherfucking mountain. All I do is peak, but it is a really, <laughs> really good video. And it's just about how they they have a passion for anime and do you see the steps that that passion takes them in, the development, the drive, the desires, and you get all those positive things, but you also get the negative things. You get the distractions, you get the heartache when your your technical skills and time and resources do not line up with your your passion and your goal and what you want something to look like. You get that part of when passion breaks you and you think you have to give up or you're on the verge of giving up because you can't do anything else but start over. And it's just, it's such a beautiful show. And I made that video and it's such a beautiful video. It is to me, the video that captures the style of writing that I always want to achieve that I have not grabbed again. That was, that was really my lightning in a bottle. Mm. Oh, I love it so much. That's my baby. Little child. They say lightning strike twice. Oh, period. I definitely need to check that show out then. Cause I, I uh, really loved Bakuman. Uh, which was when the Death Note team did their own manga about writing manga. Mm, yep. They shock me because they, they like to go super edgy and then do slice of life right afterwards. So it always catches me off guard. Uh, but I enjoyed uh, seeing that. So I definitely need to check out this. You said microcosm of the anime process. I definitely need to check that out. Definitely, You're in for a good time. It's so good. A, a real snap. I think it's a Yuasa show. I want to say, mm. yeah, yep. But really, really good show. I I really love that video. It's on ANN, uh, Anime News Network's YouTube channel. If anyone wants to go watch my video, um, the show is on Crunchyroll and Verve for however long Verve continues to be a thing. Yeah, I literally. You were just talking about this. I, I needed to stay because I don't want to pay for it. Like it's cheaper than Crunchyroll and it gives me Crunchyroll. And now it's giving me Funimation stuff too a little bit. Like I need y'all to just make this one thing for me, for me yeah. as a gift. 
And now Funimation owns Crunchyroll, so they definitely could roll it back into a package. Mm-hmm. Make my it day. It was such a good package when it started. When it started. Now it's just, now even Rooster Teeth pulled out of them. Oh, yeah. When, when Funimation left, I was like, all right, I can deal with this. When Shudder left, that hurt. Ooh, that that hurt. one that one hurt. Mm-mm. And then they just kept on losing more and more. At one point, they were like, we got Boomerang, and then Boomerang left like three months later. And you want to know what the worst part is? It left just so it could be on HBO Max. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I have to go somewhere else to watch Scooby-Doo. Yes. How can you do this to me? The racism is alive in America. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. No, there, there, there hasn't been a lie told in these last 28 minutes. <laughs> I never, of course not. I ain't never wrong. I ain't never been wrong a day in my life. Okay. All right. hey. uh, That's all you. I can't sit here. I can't. I, I have no proof for or against. I believe you. That's it. As I, as I say often, I'm God's gift to humanity. That's why I look this good. I, I, I look this good. I ain't never been wrong. Like, you, you're welcome, humanity. Here I go. That's energy. That's energy. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true because I ain't never told a lie. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh. I want to at least be the funniest uh, episode y'all have had. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Oh god! You got you, you about to have us? You about to have us in the studio the rest of the month trying to top ourselves? <laughs> we, you know, That's it. We about to have a toxic work environment. <laughs> You know, I'm doing what I can. I'm a river to my people. Here you go. This is drive. It's about it's drive. About drive. It's, about it's about power. We stay hungry. We, we stay do hungry. power. <laughs> Put in the work. Put in the power. And take what's ours. That's right. I know the word. Because it is about drive, baby. Let's go, Mets. Let's go. <laughs> it's about the Mets, baby. Let's go. Oh, my God. Oh my god. When okay. I when I opened my Twitter and I saw Dwayne the Rock Johnson makes his rap debut with Tech Nine on my Twitter, I was like, what is this? And how did this happen? How did we get to Tech Nine Dwayne the Rock Johnson crossover? It's the worst timeline. Yeah, we live in the worst universe. That's exactly why. I, I can't believe I can't believe Betty White live to see both the invention of sliced bread and Dwayne the Rock Johnson rapping with Tech Nine. That's horrifying. You really did not have to put that in the context. <laughs> every every episode I am reminded that you hate me. Oh. By giving me this information. I only provide the worst perspectives. Stop. <laughs> Cease and desist. I refuse I am to begging. touch grass. <laughs> Okay. I really I really think that rapping video is what took out Betty White though. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was just it started yeah. the process. I also think that's what took out the Queen. Ooh. Okay. Like there no, the Queen's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to stop for a moment. Wait, did the Queen die this <laughs> you you could have saying that she's you gone. You could have told me. You could have I would believe believed you. I wasn't gonna fact check you. <laughs> They've been making jokes for a minute saying that the Queen is gone because like she hasn't made an appearance like she was sick and she hasn't made an appearance then and the like 
castle or whatever the hell they got going on over there across the lake. Mm-hmm. Said, Buckingham? Yeah. Pa- Bucky, Buckingham Palace. Oh, bu- bucket, bucket. oh, yeah. Buckingham Palace. But they've just been like, oh, yeah, she's fine. She's recovering. She's doing great. And every time I see a joke on my TLs, like, that queen is fucking gone. And they just don't want to tell us. I think it's the funniest shit in the world. But also, I can't get my hopes up, and I don't want them to get their hopes up either because we thought that we was going to be out of here with Trump when he caught COVID, and he popped back up like a week or two later. <sighs> Spring chicken, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Smith said, y'all can't take me down. Yeah, that was that was like the biggest disappointment of, of <laughs> what was it, 2020? I don't know anymore. Time's not real. It's relative. It's okay. It's relative. Man, so you're about to make a rap album. Y'all was hating on my downfall. <laughs> Um, to circle back to the conversation, uh, <laughs> the show you're talking about reminds me. I haven't seen it. I haven't. Let me be. Let me preface. I have not seen it yet, and I will probably see it after this because this is literally the push that I. I don't need much push to watch shows. Um, I have a disease called binging TV. Mm. Um, and. I'm probably going to, I'm not going to watch tonight because I literally need to sleep, but I'll probably watch it tomorrow in between me editing. Um, but it reminds me of a show that's kind of out right now, Blue Period, if you're watching that. Yes. Yes, I am. As everyone could gather from that little grunt. I do love Blue Period. Definitely. I really enjoy things about people and their passions. It's simple, but it is pure and it is joy and it is the human experience at its finest. Yes. Stuff like Blue Period. Uh, oh, God. March comes in like a lion. That was interesting. That was a little sadder than I expected it to be, but still pretty good. Mm. I'd say Mob Psycho kind of fits into that a little bit. That's my favorite and passion show. Uh, but that's more. I like to think passion for self. I like to think that. I like to think Mob Psycho 100 is more about like dealing with like emotions and even I can even put it into a lens of like sometimes the way in which like either masculinity or even neurodivergence might even kind of be through society and either way working through those emotions and i just really appreciate it no matter which way i slice it mm. fucks me up every time yes i get you that's my partner's favorite it's a wonderful show one day i'll make a video on mob psycho um, they got good taste they do they do they it's like i will say to this day, they pulled me i'm not i have no i have no juice <laughs> i'm not i'm not the cool one here i'll, I'll the pool right over there you know, outside oh, yeah the i respect that mm-hmm. listen you gotta tell the people who they, who they are you know just got to we've got time for about one one to two to one last question oleander go okay so a fun question to to wrap all of this up if you could be any dinosaur which dinosaur would you be i would probably have to choose a allosaurus uh just because the motherfucker is big and sharp and like Mm. If I'm gonna be a dinosaur, you know, there there's nothing else. There there's no barriers, there's no rules, there's no health insurance. I'd be a big stepper. Like be someone that just can't easily get my ass beat. I'd be a, I'd like to be an Allosaurus. Um, if not that, Ankylosaurus, because he's not necessarily the biggest stepper, but like nobody's gonna beat his ass. And that's all that matters. Honestly, that's a that's, that's that a good one. In that's back back in dino times, the only thing that mattered was not getting your ass beat. Were you there? You don't know me. <laughs> I hope I do. Time is an illusion. You don't know what they're doing every time. You know what? Go you on. only met me five months ago. 
like you should that be <laughs> anyway next question um if you could if you had to be trapped in one piece of fiction for the remainder of your life longness in that piece of fiction what piece of fiction would it be that's Shit, a better right. one that's actually a hard one um because that is a hard one like, folks be struggling out there i want to be in mr rogers yeah, neighborhood <laughs> i don't um my my first gut instinct is to say Gundam. I love Gundam. Um, I have a Gundam series in the works right now, uh, or a series mm-hmm. of videos. My first step would be Gundam, but Gundam has a lot of war crimes, and I personally, it really do. I feel like I'm not main character status. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm God's gift to humanity, but I'm God's background gift to humanity. Like, I'm I'm there. Like, if this was Naruto, I'd be one of the random villager villager number like Q. Off in the background, they got it like blown, caught in the explosion when Pain attacked the village. I'm not, I'm not surviving anything. And if I was a protagonist, then I would be a traumatized child who had to fight in a giant walking, talking death machine, weapon of mass destruction, fighting for his life. I get at least 17 new traumas in the first two episodes. So I'm, I'm going to pick a hard, uh, easy answer and say Siren, P-S-Y-R-E-N, the manga that ran in Shonen Jump. Um, it is not better. But at least I get like psychic superpowers, mm. and then Getting I get superpowers trauma. is also is always great. I feel like the trauma is relatively unavoidable. Honestly, like if I want any cool shit, I'm gonna get fucked up. We know how this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. I like to think that there's an equation out there that is like cool factor to trauma ratio, and it's at least like three to f- like three to one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want the cool powers, you're going to get fucked up. Like JoJo. No yeah. one who has the cool, oh, strongest God. stance is normal. Josuke yeah. is the closest we get. And then the series happens. <laughs> Grandpa dies in like episode two. He was vibing before the series started. Literally. He was just like, I'm cool. Gosh, I'm cute. I like, I can't stand turtles. I'm flat. He had drip. That was all he worked about. And then episode two happens. Jotaro comes to his city. And next thing you know, his grandpa's dead. His new friend gets shot in the neck with an arrow. Mm-hmm. He watched some other dude get fricasseed and then makes friends with his brother. A lot happens. He discuss- He meets his dad. Also traumatic. Yeah. yeah. I uh-uh. feel like in the JoJo universe, if you're just a normal civilian, you should just avoid anyone that looks like a Gucci model. Absolutely. Like you if, you see, if you see a Gucci model, you need to cross the street and leave. Turn around. Like I'm glad <laughs> I don't around. live nowhere like New York or something because like you just see shit like that walking down the street. They Anyone here can be a fan user. <laughs> you show up to a concert, Lil Yachty shows up. You just have to leave. Yep. I'm in North Carolina right now. I'm from from Mississippi. In North Carolina right now, I ain't got to worry about nothing. No. Also, shout out my city, Jackson, Mississippi, my hometown. I'll always love you. I'm. I can't wait to go back home when the Pazuzu is over. Um, but I ain't got to worry about nothing. I walk down the street and I see Kenneth and a <laughs> turtleneck and a, and a bubble vest. Minding his business. Minding his business. So, you know, might be a question here or there. It's like, what's that Negro doing here? But like, I just, I ain't got to worry about an attack from an enemy stand. It's like base level shit, you know? Yeah. That's stuff I got to worry. That's stuff I got to worry about leaving the house. Like, I don't got to worry about a stand user. How many stand users do you think are in Florida? Ooh. <laughs> Florida I, belongs been, to the stand users. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. JoJo Part Six takes place in Georgia and in, in uh, Florida for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What? JoJo, JoJo Part, Part Six, Six is Florida. Is in Florida. They're in a prison in Florida. You're joking. Dead ass. Dead. I the wish fuck you were joking. <laughs> uh, huh. 
apparently Jotaro stopped by Florida, uh, got his dick wet, and that's where his daughter is. Yep. He got he got uh, married, had a kid, got divorced, left. It'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's rocking. Now he's rocking uh, pants that are connected to his shoes. <laughs> Made out of rattlesnake. <laughs> rattlesnake skin. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. How many snakes did it take to get those pants? How many stand users does it take to fill up a prison? The answer is a lot. <laughs> There's a significant <laughs> amount of them. This is the second time that JoJo has been talked about on these interviews. I'm glad. I'm going to put a stop to you, Oleander. No, you never can't. <laughs> this is the effect of the enemy stand. You can't. There's nothing you can do here. There's an enemy. St- How will we know where the enemy stand is? Enemy stand. Best videos. <laughs> It's like, what, what do you mean at this point? Like, how do we not know? Oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. That's we're we're hitting pretty close. Uh, this is this is the part where we where we tell people uh, where to find us. You mostly mostly you. They, they at this point, they should know where to find us. Yeah. But where do they find you? So you can find me on Twitter at Postmodern Black. It used to be Postmodern Nigga. And then Twitter didn't like that. Um, so here I am. You can find me on YouTube at All Black Onigiri. And you can also find me on my Patreon, which is you know, patreon.com forward slash All Black Onigiri. Um, if you want to help me make more videos and not be a wage slave my entire life, please subscribe. I, I, I become a patron. Save my life. Save me from capitalism, at least like a little bit, like a smidge. A little bit. That much. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm not quitting my job. Y'all lost your damn minds. <laughs> I hate it. And it's just, it's not happening. Yeah, you know that's pretty much it. I try and keep the social media as low as possible at this point in my life. That's, that's fair. A good, that's a smart move. That's a very good move. I don't think any any cool things on the way. Or just follow and find out. I follow and find out because I'm you know a delight. But also I am in the process of finishing up my Into the Spider Verse video, which has been in production for a long time i apologize to everyone who i've said and and my followers my friends i've said so many times like all right spider verse videos getting worked on should be out in a month and then i started all the way over and then i moved and then i didn't have a mic and i'm sorry y'all it's been like a year and a half i promise it's coming eventually um the worst part is that i'm not in love with the video anymore i don't i want to throw the script out so now, now you just gotta wait until uh, Spider Verse Part Two and Three come out. Shit, save it. Just kind of, just kind of do a little, little skim for the first part, and then. But I have that. I have that video coming um, very soon, maybe? Question mark? Possibly? You got it. Um, you got it. And long, long term, I am working on a video series for Gundam. Um, I've. I'm currently in the process of watching all of the main timeline of Gundam. I'm almost done. It has taken me a long time. There's a lot of Gundam out there, y'all. That's a lot of traumatized kids. Um, There's like one Gundam series that is not about a child. Um, Yeah, one. But I want to do a video on Gundam and there's like an analysis of that, uh, how violence repeats itself, how as much as Gundam is an anti-war show, it kind of means it in the sense of Gundam, war is a tragedy. Like war is sad and should not happen. This does not mean that we can't fight. Um, Gundam's driving force and 
you can get this if you're watching Gundam. You get this from like other Gundam people have said it, like Great Gundam Podcast. It's a wonderful podcast, wonderful folks over there. Um, if you're a fan of Austin Walker, then you know that he's on there a lot. Uh, the guy who does Friends at the Table. Um, but it, as they've said many times, as much as Gundam is anti-war, it's saying it's like, hey, when there's an oppressive force, an oppressive government, you got to fight. Like there's there's no stopping oppressive authoritarian governments without fighting. Go fight. But also war is a tragedy. I wish these things could be avoided if we could all just communicate with each other. But also, hey, we're, we're not at there right now. Go, please Damn. go beat the ass. Throw them hands. Mm. Dang, you almost if you want to watch Gundam. I'm probably not gonna. I'll be re- I'll be transparent about that one. You ain't can't get me with that one easily. You, you watched Genlock. You can watch Gundam. If you watch right, Genlock, you can watch. We're Gundam. done. If we're you, done. Have you watched Evangelion? Have you watched Evangelion? No, no, actually, I have not. Then you can just watch Gundam, so you don't have to. Yeah, get on it. All right, I think I'd rather watch Gundam than I'd rather watch Evangelion. I stopped. I just stopped questioning my questioning myself in regards to Evangelion until the last movie. The last movie got like wrapped it up well with a like nice note of positivity. It was a little shaky before that. Not shaky enough to make me stop, but you know, here we are. No shit. <laughs> All right. That that's yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. Uh, should Oleander? I'm really curious. Do we should we should we outro ourselves anymore or or what? I mean, I think we should still... I mean, we have an end card now. We do have an end card, but that one only tells us about the page. It doesn't tell us about us. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's hit the outro. You can find me, Oleander, at Stray Nerd Boy pretty much everywhere. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm unfortunately still on Tumblr. Um, Every week. You're uh, you a stronger person than I am. Oh, yeah. They, they, they just... Yeah. Mm. Tumblr is a mess. And now I throw it over to you, CJ. Hey, I am CJ. Uh, as you should know by now, hopefully. I'm just, just a little bit of swag in the walk every time we do an outro. <laughs> uh, I am Scholastic Drag on Twitter. That's really the only place you should ever look for me. If you truly want to see my face, you can find me on TikTok at Scholastic underscore Dragon because I can have my full name over there. Uh, and eventually you'll probably find me on YouTube or something. I'm doing a lot of things right now. It is, and I'm not even going to begin to describe them because one, they're time sensitive and two, mm. I'm tired. That's it. Thanks. But follow me on Twitter. If you really want to know what I'm doing, uh, I make games. I feel like I don't talk about that enough. I make games now. Uh, and I've got one coming out soon that talks about, you know, resisting government and power structures but you know we'll get there when we get there uh that's it for (laughs) (laughs) yes we can talk about it uh but that's all that we got for this week folks uh check us out next week yes because these are coming out during black history month check us out next week and you'll see our next interviewee uh bye-bye yeah see you when we see you Hey folks, it's CJ here. First things first, just want to say thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We want to keep making this fun show for you, and for that, we need a few things from you. First off, tell as many people as you can about this show. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell your non-toxic exes. We need to spread blurt of mouth through word of mouth. It's what's going to keep us going. And if you want to help us a little bit more, follow us on Twitter at Blurred Mouth Pod. 
That's B-L-E-R-D-O-F-M-O-U-T-H, P-O-D. And lastly, if you want to help us, if you want to stay engaged with us, you can use our hashtag on Twitter, HeyBomp, that's H-E-Y-B-O-M-P, Hey, blurt of mouth pod. Easy, right? Stay engaged with us. You can interact with us outside of the show. Send us questions, send us comments, send us funky memes, and maybe even send us what movie you want to see us rate. Well, character, I should say. Thanks. See you next time.